With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They'll knock you down, but you gotta get up. Trust yourself. You gotta be tough, yeah. What's that the sound of? That's the sound of a speed on my vibrator that I never use. I only like the one that goes. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Jill and Off. I'm Christina Walkinshaw with me as always. Jen Murphy. I think the first one was my speed. Oh, do you like the one with the little uh, brakes in the middle? Oh, no, I've never used that one, but I definitely don't use like a super fast speed. I, I like the one that's consistently buzzing the whole time, super fucking fast. I don't like the ones that, that go in intervals, like the Yeah, I don't really understand the interval one. Maybe oh, yeah. that's meant for the inside of the body. Oh, no, because I, the one I use is only for clitoral. It's only the tiny one. Oh, oh. If we're supposed to shove that small little bullet in our bodies, I'm scared it'll never come out. I might need a tampon string on the end of that one. <laughs> <laughs> you see, we just keep getting more and more ideas for inventions. <laughs> oh my God, I wasn't going to start off with this. This wasn't even in my notes, but you just triggered something. So whatever, obviously I'm having a lot of sex right now. And we're both like New Yorkers. We don't want to have to like wash our sheets a lot, like a lot because yeah. we have these laundromats. We'd have to drag a fucking big ball of fucking sheets so the laundromat every time, you know, we ruin we ruin the bedding. Um, so now he does. He puts a towel down underneath because we've had a lot of wet sex. And so I was telling him last night, or I was like, maybe we should go on Shark Tank, and that'll be our <laughs> be entrepreneurs of like the sex towel. We'll make like cute. You know, some people make cute tea towels. We'll make cute uh, like towels that you put underneath. You know, two people having sex so you don't ruin the sheets. This is a really great idea. Thank you. I think it is too. I just need like a clever name for it. Do you have do any you know idea? How, yeah. Dude, if you came up with a good name, do you know how many people would buy those? I think it would be good merch for me. Yes. Right? So, because you... it's not a cum towel. Well, it is a cum towel, but cum towels are more, um, more in reference to like something a guy uses to like, you know, jerk off with. But I'm talking like, a couple's sex towel, just something you use to save the sheets. You definitely should because I know there's been times where like I've pulled out like a bath towel, but that's just so like kind of kills the mood and it's weird. But if you had <laughs> something soft that you put on before, yeah, like a yoga towel, because yoga yoga towels are like thin 
and meant to absorb more absorb moisture. Yes. Yeah, you should invent something. That's the 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 key of it is the name. Yeah, we need a, a cute name. If you guys, listeners, if you could think of a fun name for the new sex towel, like I don't know, something to do with like I don't know, wet sex. It's it is a cum towel, but you're right. We specifically buy those towels for like hot yoga classes, even though. They're not much different than a normal towel, only I like the ones with the grip, the kind of grip the yoga mat. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's something to like save the sheets. It's just something you put underneath and the yoga when you do it. The yoga towels often I pick out ones that are cute. So exactly. also it would be something cute that's on your bed, so it wouldn't just seem like here, here this is for our cum. <laughs> you know? It's almost like you could just blend in with the rest of the cute pillows and blankets and it has like pineapples and like butterflies on it. Yeah, you should really like look into this. New York, right? I heart New York logo. Only like I heart coming. I don't you know. You really should look into it. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm telling you. I, I feel like we're onto something here. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, you can make money. <laughs> It'd be cute merch idea. Um, yeah, yeah. Do it. Sheets. I hate laundry. So I love sex, hate laundry. I know sometimes when I'm walking, well, I, I know that is the one downside of New York, but going to the laundromat. But sometimes even when I walk through the halls to go to my laundry and I have just all my sheets in a bundle, I just wonder if I ran into a neighbor. I just, I always feel like being like, it's a good night. <laughs> <laughs> just like all your sheets. <laughs> They're just still dripping. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine like, that, that would be a pain middle. in the ass to have to wash all your sheets in New York. I know. Trust me. And we both live in like four story walk ups. So I get it. It's like, you don't want to be dragging your uh, sheets to the laundromat every week. I don't know how many sets I only have. I think I think I have like two or three sets of sheets. I like, have enough to like take a pair off, put another pair on. But yeah, it's, I'm telling you, the sex towel will be key. If I'm not having sex, I won't change my sheets for like three months. Oh, I think when I lived in Toronto, I didn't change them for like a year. Yeah, I never did. <laughs> in my like late 20s, I didn't give a shit. I was like, whatever. <laughs> it never even dawned on me. I thought they just lived there. It's just like the mattress. It's like, oh, that's what goes over the mattress. <laughs> I use those sheets until I itch. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. No bed bugs, no problem, right? <laughs> exactly. So what's it like being in a relationship? Oh, my God. I, I It's so weird. I don't know. It, 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 and he, he, call, he does. He calls me his girlfriend. Yeah, like, it seems oh like God. you're fully, fully in it. I'm a girlfriend. I stay over at his house like two, sometimes three nights in a row. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you going back there tonight? Totally. Yeah. Because we we do have very crazy schedules because obviously he works and then I go away for like two weeks at a time and he has kids too. So we we have that in the schedule routine too. So it's like if we can do a bunch of nights in a row, we just do it. And then like after tonight, I won't have another sleepover with him till Monday. So, you know. Are you going on another short cruise or he's busy? Uh, He has his kids this weekend, but I'm going to Connecticut this weekend for shows. Oh, fun. I'll be gone all weekend, but oh, nice. Um, uh, it's funny because you know how like I, I like to uh, 
I like, so whenever we podcast, the last hour before we podcast, I like to go back and listen to the last hour, like two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. And I really had a hoot listening to it. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I saw you posted, so I reposted you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember Lord. that being a really fun one. I couldn't tell you what we talked about because... Oh, it was the, yeah. Oh Lord. Oh dear. Oh boy. It was good. And what's funny is like Julia, cause I think I brought up Julia on that podcast and then I was talking to her about something the other day and she did. She said, Oh boy. Now that you're aware like, of it. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where it, a, lo like a, a lot of people probably say it, but until you're like aware, it just passes right by you. Mm -hmm. We could add, oh my, oh my to it. Oh my. Oh well, my. Well, I, I had something fun. I've been doing a lot of um, my back, you know, my new career as a background actor. And yes. I worked on the show Physical with uh, Rose Byrne. I love Who her. I love. Love me her. Me too. I like her most, mostly like for me, my love for Rose Byrne comes from Damages. Did you ever yeah. watch Damages? That's where I first discovered her. And she's amazing. And then she also does a lot of comedy. She's in a lot of comedy films too. Oh, but, she was in Bridesmaids. But her dramatic acting is awesome. But so the scene I was doing, she's like right next to me, right? And uh, she had to be dramatic and she had to cry. And I noticed like twice, right before she started her scene to cry, I saw her look over probably at a lot of the background extras but i felt like she was looking right at me and then i thought to myself oh my god her motivation to cry is just to look at a middle-aged woman still doing background work <laughs> when you were saying it and i didn't want to cut you off but like immediately i thought you were going to be like and she looked at me like oh it looks like that woman cries a lot <laughs> <laughs> no, just, one time i swear she made like she just made eye contact with me right before the scene started and i was just like well this is a good motivator <laughs> all of a sudden you're gonna get more work oh she's the crying whisperer people always cry when they see that girl because <laughs> she did kind of look at me sad but also after working with her like because it was like three days her default face is depressed like when she's not acting she just looks like like that's just where, where her face goes so she has resting depressed face she is does <laughs> she does <laughs> She's so pretty, though. I love her. She's so pretty. Oh, my God. I love her, too. Maybe I'll call this episode We Love Rose Byrne just to see if maybe it gets any attention. All these, like, Rose Byrne fans or Rose Byrne sees it be like, oh, they were talking about me in a positive way. <laughs> I'm going to post that clip and tag her. I'm sure she checks her Instagram. Oh, totally. <laughs> and I text you when I was working because I said, oh, her husband came here. And her husband, of course, he's done, Bobby Cannavale has done a ton of acting. But, of course, I'll always know him as the funky spunk guy from Sex and the City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How funny is it that the chef loves Sex and the City? He wrote me absolutely. And I was like, oh, my God, Jen's going to love this guy. I would be so turned on right away if somebody texted me that. He's so cute. I think he started watching it when he was still living in the Netherlands or something like that. That's why I was like, oh, he said, or maybe he watched it when he first moved to New York and he was like, oh my God. You know, it's like, you know. I don't at all expect any guy to be a fan of Sex in the City, but if somebody texts me that, I think I'd be turned on just because it's Mr. Big is awesome and it's just such a great fucking Mr. Big word. Yeah. 
and we both like we're both Mr. Big lovers. Like I, I was never an Aiden girl. I was never a burger girl. I've always been big for the win. Yeah, he's the only one actually in the whole show. Even like like Steve and Miranda were cute, but he's the only one where their sex scenes really looked like fucking hot. Like the other ones, it's just kind of goofy sex scenes and stuff, you know? Yeah. There, there's like when they did a couple with him and Carrie really looked like fucking oof. It did look good. And also I feel like he, he had that lack of availability that a lot of men in real life have that we could all relate to. Do you know what I mean? Like remember the time where, cause I'm kind of doing this right now where like I have a toothbrush at his house. I remember when big like showed up at her door and was like, here, you left this hairbrush yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, or whatever it was she left. Yeah, and he she did it on purpose and he was like, what are you, why, why is your stuff at my house? Like <laughs> an accident? Like, yeah. uh, yeah, big is like, he was a real <laughs> character. It was, he was too real in all the best and worst ways. So good. I love Ooh. it. Oh, I love it. I still want to talk about the cruise ship a little bit because I haven't talked yeah, yeah. to you. Uh, Rose Byrne was my big story. So go ahead. It's all you. <laughs> oh, I'm upset. I'm going to call, like I said, I'm going to call this episode We Love Rose Byrne. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although I could call it Resting Depressed Face or <laughs> Resting Depressed Face is very funny. Pretty funny. Jen, Jen the Crying Whisperer, <laughs> the Crying Muse. The Crying Game starring John Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So I had a, that was like a really good cruise. I had the best time. I had amazing shows. Like that last show nice. I did on the cruise, I was like, it made me love comedy again. I oh, good. Like, Comedy's not gross. No, but then I did comedy in the city last night and it's gross again. No, I think it's <laughs> disgusting. You know, when you do like a comedy show and like there's two people in the audience that are dating one guy and then there's another two people in the audience dating another comic and then uh, that's it. That's the whole crowd. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, at least you really loved the set in the place that is paying you. I mean, that's the important part. And then and the place that's loaded with like 250 people. That was amazing. But so I had my best gay guy friend, Rob, on board. Um, for week number one, which was super fun. I went to like a lot of the Friends of Dorothy meetups. And um, so anyways, it was so fun. We met a lot of people, but so I was trying, you know, I always start out the cruises really good. Like I'm not gonna drink pure. So then I drank a lot of Heineken Zeros because I, oh. <laughs> it still feels like you're drinking when you're having non-alcoholic beer. And then I met another guy who doesn't drink anymore on the cruise ship. He was in the, he was in the meetups as well. And I, I don't know why, but I love this so much. He had he had to stop drinking. He's like a pilot or something. He's I think he got in some trouble. Um, oh dear! Up. Oh dear! Oh, it's a that's an old oh lord. <laughs> that's an old oh lord for sure. Pilots drinking? Oh lord! Because that's, <laughs> that's an example of an old oh lord. <laughs> You're right. I should I should have gone bigger. <laughs> that's an old oh lord, Jen. You should know better. <laughs> so, he's been sober for whatever amount of time. Anyways, nice guy. But I did appreciate the fact that he calls them. Um, calls them Heineken uh-ohs. <laughs> so then we called them Heineken uh-ohs for the whole trip. I'm like, all the Heineken uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do to not be able to drink anymore? <laughs> That's like, funny. I know. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it does feel just like you're drinking. I used to drink O'Doul's. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. I feel like O'Doul's were always skunky, but maybe that's because the last time I tried one, literally nobody didn't drink. And so the turnover of those things must have been 
Nothing. But yeah, we if, you, if you get it at a bar, I could see it being old because not too many people. Yeah, but we were turning over the Heineken Uh-Ohs. Like, they were sold out. Well, not sold out, but they would have to, like, run to another bar and get more because we were drinking them like they're real beer. I'm like, oh, nice. another Heineken Uh-Oh. You know what I mean? I'd have at least two every time I went out. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Don't worry. I, I turned to the real stuff pretty soon too but i would still keep that in the mix where i'd still be like oh i want some especially during the day or before shows and stuff i'd always have heineken uh-ohs um but now i'm i just want to spread the good word of heineken uh-oh that way we can all order them like that we don't have to be like i'll have a non-alcoholic heineken <laughs> okay heineken maybe uh-oh. they can be our they can be our sponsor yeah exactly right <laughs> and then uh, i met this other guy um so he was older he was a uh, 79 year old and his like i think his partner passed away not too long ago maybe like a year but he's from like kansas he's got like the cute accent so whatever he got laid like his first day on the cruise i think it was the first time he's had sex since his husband died Aww. but i just i wish i'd written down all of his little catchphrases because like he says all the funniest like he talks like blanche Devereux, only he's like bless uh he's like he's flirting with you know, other men. It's like, you know, same sex flirtations. Yeah. Blanche sings. Like I saw him in the airport and uh, I'm like, oh, let's take a picture and uh, send it to Rob because he was on back-to-back cruises. He's on both weeks. So then he was talking about Rob again. who's my friend who was on board. I love and, when you meet somebody who just has funny phrases like constantly. It just cracks me up. It cracked me up so much. Like can we take a picture, send it to Rob in the Miami airport on Sunday. And then he's like, Rob's so cute. I don't think he'd ever go for me though. But like, honestly, oh, I wouldn't mind running his bath water. <laughs> if a guy said that to me, I'd be like, well, you're so well. Because A, I don't have a bathtub. And B, I'd be like, babe. <laughs> You'd be running that water for a long time and nobody would get in the tub. <laughs> I like the way he talks. I do too. I was so charmed by that sweet, sweet Kansas accent and like with everything he said. Like yeah, both me and Rob were like, fuck, we should have been writing down all those little sayings. Uh is he rich, like a sugar daddy? Um, I don't know. I mean he's on the cruise back to back and then he was flying um to get on another cruise out of New York. So I think he's just like retired and he's just using all the money to just do cruises. People Older people love cruising, man. It's like you're taken yeah. care of, right? They feed you, they do your laundry, make your bed for, you know, it, it's, it, it kind of does make sense. I don't know how much assisted living costs, but I'm sure it's a pretty penny and being on a cruise ship, basically they're taking care of the exact same, exact same things. And, and some of the vibe is the same as assisted living. Yeah. I've heard that, that a lot of old people like basically just live on cruises instead of paying. Yep. And that was so funny because like whatever um talking to rob or whatever i don't know i think i was i think this is a person's name that i won't say on the air but maybe i already told you but i remember when i was on a ship recently or like a few months ago and the tom who's basically my boss was like she couldn't understand how this one comedian keeps getting work on the ship because she's like he's terrible like he's not funny <laughs> oh no she's like he must be like like forcing people to write nice comment cards on him so he gets like vacation hero cards and then they must corporate things. Oh, this guy must be amazing because everybody's writing nice comment cards on him. So then Rob, as a, Rob, as a joke goes, I just took a picture 
of like everybody's names and cabin numbers from signing out towels. He's like, all we have to do is write all their names and cabin cards on the vacation hero cards and say how much they love the comedian, Christina Walkinshaw. <laughs> He's like, you're guaranteed to get more work. <laughs> yeah, but the Tom is the one that writes the review. Yeah, but what if the Tom's, but if that Tom is giving that guy a bad review, being like, he's not funny, what weighs, what do you think, like, weighs more? Like, the the report or the comment cards from the guests? Or do you think that just, like, cancels each other out and you get more shots? I don't know. I don't know. I only know that I read my own reviews from the Tom and, (sighs) yeah, I guess if you get a lot of good comment cards from the guests, then that would cancel out that one bad review right it would yeah all i know is i had had good shows i was like i felt good about that i was kind of nervous because there was like an auditor on board somebody auditing the whole cruise ship so i was like whoa this would not be the week to fuck up hence the heineken uh uh-ohs i'm like okay well like Uh, they got like corporate people on um but that being said i'm I had really good shows, so I'm like, okay, that felt good. Like that last show, like I said, it was amazing. I like the ones in the social better than I like the theater shows, which is funny because on the Prima, I preferred my theater shows versus the small room. Um, I always like the small room because it's more intimate. Yeah, I know. It's just so much easier for doing crowd work, and some of the crowd work was so fun, especially as much as I always think I like stress out performing for kids. Sometimes those shows with the kids are the best. Like, Yeah. They're cute. Dad was like so hammered. Like he was really, really drunk. And I actually like, I got a good burn on him. Like I put him in his place or whatever. I don't know. I asked some random question, like, um, cause he was like some, just some drunk bald guy, much love to the bald men, obviously. Cause I'm doing one, but, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he shaved everything. He's like, he just wants like no hair anywhere. now. he's just like, Oh, fuck it. He's also a chef. It's in his best interest not to have hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't want that shit in your food. Right. So every anyways, chef should be, that's a good idea. Every chef should be forced to shave their head. So true. Right. Just do it. Cause there's always like, there's a hair in my food. I'm like, do you think it's mine? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah. I think everyone that works in a kitchen full time should be forced. Oh, yeah. Well, when even when I was serving, somebody like, there's a hair in my food. Half the time you could see it was their own. Yeah. I'm like, hey, lady, buy some Rogaine. (laughs) (laughs) That's not Tim's hair from the kitchen. That's yours. (laughs) Like (laughs) Some Rogaine, gross. (laughs) Can't wait for the female reboot of Rogaine. Every time I (laughs) brush my hair or I clean out my hairbrush, I'm like, am I balding? Um. Yeah. Anyways, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I was doing like crowd work, whatever. This one dad was so hammered and I was like, what's the first thing you do? Like when you guys check into a hotel room, like, do you have any like things you got to do right away? Right. Cause it, that's just like my opening kind of question that I go into this bit or whatever. And then this guy's like, he'd already been drunk and like heckled a bunch of times. And then he's like, I took the bed for hair. And I'm like, why? So you could put it back on your head. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd i know the crowd loved it right because he's being such a jerk like <laughs> oh my god that's so funny not a great laugh right and then even after i gave him that burn he still continued to like be disruptive and to the point where like now we have safe words on the cruise ship like that cruise ship was like you get a safe word and it's code word and if you say the word then we're gonna come and like we'll know that that somebody's annoying you and we'll take care of it I oh never- that's cool I know I thought that was cool too, but I'm like, I'll never use it. I'll just keep hammering on the guy until 
Yeah, because they usually have no security on there. I know, but now they're really up in their security game. But anyways, like same guy was disruptive over and over again. And I saw other guests on the ship like the next day. They're like, we had to leave. It's like that guy was annoying. Like you couldn't even get jokes out because that guy wouldn't shut up. Oh, geez. And he was with his kids. Yeah, but this is my favorite moment of the set. And I kind of wish I had called it out in the moment. But again, I'd already given that guy enough attention that I just started fucking railroading over him and just like getting the jokes out. I'm like, I cannot even talk to you anymore. You fucking say whatever you want, but I have a microphone. So I'm like, whatever. This is me in my brain, not out loud. But I wish I had called out this one moment. So at one point, his daughter, who I talked to as well, she was seven. He had his arm around her, right? Because he's like, you know, he's daddy dearest. At one point, she was so annoyed with him. She picked the arm up off her body and was like, don't touch me. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Right off her body. I know. I Do you think like, she embarrasses him every, that he embarrasses her everywhere they go? I think Probably. that she was embarrassed in that moment. And then being in the front row of a comedy show, and that's obviously her show. She's like seven. Like, she's but you know, this is a not, really good comedy. You know, this is not the first time that's happened. This poor girl is well, probably embarrassed at restaurants. True. She's Birthday parties. <laughs> everywhere but at least she's gonna grow up to be a good comedy audience member because she's gonna be like oh my dad used to be so disruptive in a comedy show and never want to be that like so that was kind of cool uh but yeah i enjoy that she'll have a lot of childhood trauma but at least she'll be a good comedy audience member. Did, you give- <laughs> did you give her your instagram handle for when she turns uh 15. Oh, one girl with daddy issues just ended up a, a comedy lover and not an actual female comedian <laughs> yeah oh my god Um, we had a huge storm here it like snowed and everything sorry not to railroad your uh sentence with my burp but um that's okay yeah you had a huge storm so you had no power for four days tell us more about that oh dude i was in the dark then i couldn't take a shower because the hot water went out it's okay like during the day it's okay and then i went to the gym to shower but at night it was just like once the sun went down i'm just sitting in my place with like a candle i was like i can't stay here (laughs) what am i gonna do just sitting in the dark no tv uh, no internet nothing how did you charge your phone well i went across the street to residuals (sighs) yeah that makes sense yeah i brought my computer there i hate that that's where my brain goes like Thank God, like the whole neighborhood wasn't out. Although I can charge my car and my, my phone in my car, but I yeah, it was, it's just it, weird. Yeah, I hate that that's where my, my brain goes. Oh my God, what about your phone? I'm not even concerned about you. I'm like, oh my God, how did you charge your iPhone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks, Christina. <laughs> Don't worry about the fact that I had no heat and it was 40 degrees here. <laughs> I'm just shivering. You're like, Jen, get on Instagram. <laughs> why, why isn't she texting me back? <laughs> uh, it was a good break from social media because my apartment doesn't have good service without Wi-Fi, so I couldn't get on the internet. Yeah. Oh, that is good. I slept. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great, though. It's like me on the cruise ship. I just sleep. <laughs> yeah. Here's in the dark. <laughs> like, well... I guess I'll catch up on uh, 20 years of lost sleep. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Part of the power outage, your eyes are bigger. There's like the skin underneath your eyes is whiter. You're like, whoa. You know what was my favorite part? What? Is that it was dark all the time in my apartment and I couldn't see myself in the mirror. And I realized this is how I should be living. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I oh. constantly will like pass a mirror and look at myself and be like, ugh, ugh I look gross. It's like, a life without mirrors is way better. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> or even just dim lighting, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I never want to go anywhere with bright lights. I'm like, oh, take me to a dark bar. Don't fucking take me to a diner. Like, I'm still, I'm still convinced that I really don't know what I look like. Because I swear I can look in one mirror and be horrified at all the like wrinkles. And I'm like, oh, I look so old. And I could literally go to a different public restroom and be like, man, I look good. (laughs) (laughs) No clue what I look like. (laughs) I agree. We do. We look different all the time. It's like, okay, I look one way here on Zoom. I look another way when I see myself in the mirror. I know, but then I'm like, is my face changing or mirrors that powerful that they all just look different? (laughs) (laughs) Can somebody tell me what I look like, please? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I have a friend here and he's been dating this girl who like, and I'm not the only one, I don't know if I've already brought this up, but like, I'm not the only one who's asked him, but like, it literally looks like this girl is in a filter and he's like, yeah, she does makeup for like three hours every morning, but like, she looks like a filter. Like in real life, she looks like a filter or have you only seen her in pictures? Oh no, you're frozen. Christina, come back. Oh my god! I gotta take a picture. You're t- oh no, you're back. Okay, you were frozen on my end. You were I, frozen on my end. Oh my god, we're we're anti- again. I feel like you know. I, I I was writing in my diary the other day, and I was like, oh, this computer. It could be my computer. My computer is, I believe, now it's seven years old. It's a MacBook Air. It could be mine. I have a MacBook Air. Oh, I broke mine during the pandemic, so mine's only two years old. <laughs> Oh, I say I broke it. I spilled a huge glass of wine on the keyboard during the past. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. One time I was uh, reading a book called The Power of Habit, and I spilled a huge glass of red wine on it. (laughs) That's hilarious. Basically ruined the book. I was like, it wasn't mine either. It was April's. I was like, like, put it back on the shelf, and it's like all red at the side. (laughs) You just pretended it didn't happen? Yeah. Uh, I was like, I think she just has books for decorations. <laughs> like, I'm like, she'll never notice. <laughs> that's true. It was like one of those kind of books that's in the living room that's like, you know, nobody's actually reading it. You know, you leave it. The Power of Habit. Um, I read two books on the cruise ship. I read My Year of Rest and Relaxation by Otessa. Which I already gave the book away. I gave it to my st- stage manager on the ship, but it was really good. Have you read it? No. Um, so but yeah, I do have a library card now. Oh, you should get it. It's good. It's kind of dark. Like it's this girl, her parents die and she basically decides she wants to take like a year off of life. And she just gets a really shady therapist who prescribes her drugs. She just wants to sleep for a year is her whole goal. Oh, wow. So trying to drug herself into sleeping for a year. That is dark. Yeah. And it starts in 
what, like December of 2000 or something. So you kind of know where it's going to end because you're like, oh, what's going to happen at the end of this year or whatever. Oh. You know? Yeah, you're like. You know. Oh, that sounds um, really interesting. It was really good. Um, <laughs> it was great. Uh, so I recommend that. I feel like you've been here with me in spirit because <clears throat> on Monday I work. Well, I texted you last night because I went to a yoga class and this person was farting so loud that actually the whole class was laughing. Like, <laughs> when you messaged me that, so I only saw that this morning. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I was like, Christina, are you paying a surprise visit? But the day before I was doing back, I was working and I went into the restroom and you know, usually in public, you can tell when somebody might be pooping, but I feel like usually people try and be a little discreet. We're like, you ever try and flush the toilet if you think a big fart's going to come out just to like, or do you oh, not care? Totally. There okay. was a girl, there was a girl in there who like, at first I was kind of disgusted, but then I ended up being like, you know what? I want to be this girl because she didn't give a fuck. She was just like, you could tell she was almost like pushing out the fart. It was like, <laughs> and then right. And then after a huge fart, she'd go, uh, <laughs> And then she did it again. She's like, uh. oh my God. I was like, man, this girl doesn't give a fuck. She's just unloading everything. And like, just like joy after each one. Like, uh. <laughs> I felt embarrassed to be in there with her. So I took off. I was like, I'm going to come back. <laughs> I can't be in here for this fart orgasm. <laughs> smell it? Did it smell? I didn't smell anything, but I didn't stay in there very long. Sometimes the loudest ones do, like, you get away with, like, they're not the smelly ones. Like, I feel like I was definitely farting a lot on my way home from the park right now. Like, they were just like, you know when you're walking and they're just popping out as you're yeah. like, like, yeah. <laughs> like that? I was having that kind of party day. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and today is my three-year anniversary of living in New York. Oh, I saw that on Instagram. Happy anniversary. Thanks. I know. It was like, well, I mean, technically my anniversary would be February 29th, 2020, but obviously that day doesn't exist this year. Yeah. But yeah, it felt, it felt so fun. And I, I was like, oh, I went to Balthasar this morning. My little degree got my coffee and my croissant like by the chef's house in Soho. And I was like, oh, so nice, like waking in Soho on my three-year anniversary. I was like, eh. oh, that's cute. What are you guys I doing love. tonight? Do you have some big plans? So I think tonight's just going to be a chill night. Cause like last night um, we went to the U's, we went to Tom and Jerry's where we met after my show. Cause he was working. And then I had my show in the East village. So we met at Tom and Jerry's, had a couple of pints, went home the night before we went out. We, he took me to his favorite place in Chinatown called uh, uncle Lou's, I believe it was called. And then we went to this really cool French bar for like um, some wine. It's just like a really nice wine bar. Oh, nice. Um, and it's fun. They have this, uh, so whatever, we just had the kind of bar wine list or whatever that had, I don't know, like 10 red wines on it or something. So, but they have one wine and it's, uh, it's called a mystery wine. And it's, if you guess it right, uh, you get the bottle for free. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, and the, and the glass is $18. So I'm like, I love gambling. I'm like, oh, we got to get it right. We got it. We got to get this mystery wine. No, do they not give you the mystery wine? And then they hand you their full binder of their real wine list, which is pages and pages. And you have to guess the country, the varietal, and the year. Like How does anyone get that right? 
Well, that's the thing. They let it ride like a progressive video poker table and it just keeps going. And it's the mystery wine until somebody guesses it. And then it goes on Instagram and they like post it. And they're like, so our mystery wine um, for the last two months was this wine. And this is the person that guessed it right. You should get more than just a bottle if it's that difficult. I know. Well, he said that one guy like drank so much wine one night. He got it on his eighth try. <laughs> his eighth glass of wine. He guessed it. <laughs> But he's drinking the same exact wine, right? It's there's only well, one kind of mystery wine. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get one guess per glass. Per of glass. Wine. So oh, if gotcha. You order that wine eight times, you get eight guesses. Well, that's pretty impressive that he got after eight. If there's a whole binder of wine, that's a lot. So many. Like all I could have told you is is that wine was full bodied. That's all I got so far. Yeah, I wouldn't even be able to tell you. Yeah, Pinot, Cabernet, whatever. Yeah, I could tell yeah. you if it was red or white. <laughs> As a, for a dick move, I was just going to guess, like, Belgium, Stella Artois. Like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this a pale ale? I know. Being like, is this Sutter Home uh, from American Airlines? <laughs> American Airlines. You know, you know that vineyard, right? United Mileage Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my god. I feel I, like uh, I'd be disgusted to like not disgusted, but I probably wouldn't like buy Sutter Home here. But on the airplane, I feel like it just tastes decent. Like if it tastes okay. But I think it's because I'm on an airplane. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've seen you drink it. That we bought remember that when we bought Sutter Home uh four pack and we went to Joel's show when he was in the Shakespeare. <laughs> King, what was it, King Lear? That was in a box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like the boxes that are meant to drink out of with a little spout. It's like a box slash water bottle kind of. I remember my hearing is kind of shit from hosting karaoke for so long. And the acoustics weren't great. And that fucking church turned into a theater. And I could not hear anything. I'm like, I don't even know what happened in this play. All I know is the Murphy bed came down four times. We didn't know <laughs> anything that happened in that play. <laughs> We're out done. <laughs> I was drunk by that towards the end and I put on my headphones and I was listening to the Beastie Boys. That's right. <laughs> and then fucking Laura told on me. I know. We're really good friends. We'll show up for your show. We just don't listen to it. <laughs> like most comedians at comedy shows, to be honest. I know, right? Oh, oh my, my God. God. I can't believe we're down to one minute and 20 seconds. This is where we do our usual um wonder what the last word of the podcast is going to be we don't what know. A, tell me what topic you're going to text me right after we finish and say i forgot to say this oh do you know how many things we haven't even got to that are on this i have so many notes i have a million things pick one, pick a quick one. That i'm drinking a hot water with lemon right now which all my old summer friends will think is fucking hilarious but whatever i'm feeling good having a hot water with lemon okay don't judge me i'm gonna drink later i know i am we're gonna have charcuterie night we're gonna watch chris rock a new netflix special is it out well i'm so confused i keep seeing like it, I thought it was out march before. 4th or something no, i know right so are they just advertising for the one that because it's gonna be live right yeah i don't think it's till march 4th oh so i don't know what we're watching tonight this seems like we might just be doing it again i don't know oh dear that would be terrible. We might just be doing it. Oh my God. No, I have so many things I wanted to talk about and I didn't even get to it, but whatever. Like what are the chances I'm dating a Dutch chef and I haven't even done any Dutch oven jokes in front of him yet. 
And my app hasn't even exploded at his house yet. He's giving me such good food. He's making sure I eat properly. And thus, my ass is, like, under control. Like, there's been no poop seeds at his house. Your body really wants to.